what is off the groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. September 20th, 2019, episode number 97. 97. 97. I don't know any 97s. You do too. Michelle DeSavo. She used to be number 97 when I I used to race against her. I didn't know she was 97. She's she's been on here before. She has, and she probably said that she was 97, and I just forgot. I'm sorry, Michelle. Man, slacker. I know it. It's been a rough couple weeks for me. Not rough. It's been a busy couple weeks for me. What do you you think of Oklahoma? It's okay. (laughs) Ha! That was a good one. Yeah, I haven't used that joke before. I bet not. I've been having some fun out here. Shenanigans? Uh, Shenanigans, yeah. You gotta have fun every once in a while. I got to see some of the shenanigans. No, you didn't. Never happened. I did. Nah. You got photos to prove it, too. I have one photo. What did you think of the show? I thought it was awesome. (laughs) Actually, I went to two. The second one was even better than the first one. (laughs) It was something else, I'll tell you that. It was, uh, you gotta have fun. And I get to go do that every three or four years. Go have some fun. Act like an idiot and get paid. It's great. You got paid to do that? (laughs) Peanuts, but that's payment. It's a payment. Well, and you got to come to Oklahoma. Got to check out my uh, my crib. Yes. Yeah. We didn't do the uh, the tour yet, but well, we got to do that before I head out you're Monday. Leaving Monday. Yeah. It's Thursday night. Yeah. Recording this early because I'm flying out in the morning. You're First gonna go thing. gonna go yep. play shenanigans tomorrow again. Yeah. Through Sunday. I'm here through Sunday. Come see me if you're anywhere in the uh, Oklahoma like, you City. Sound like a damn commercial. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, no. Uh, if you're here anywhere in the Oklahoma City vicinity and you want to come see some idiot dressed up like a cowboy telling bad jokes. There's four of them. There's four of them. Yeah, I'm one of four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. Let's talk some flat track. So last weekend, I got to do some monster trucks on oh, that's Friday right. night. That went really well. Yeah. It was the 100th fair at Tulare. Is it Tulare County Fair. That was awesome. Uh, a lot of people were there. And then I made the trip on over to Paso Robles and watched Johnny Murphy's short track event. And uh, hung out with some really cool guys, uh, you know, um, Jordan Graham, yeah, AJ Kirkpatrick, Cameron Brewer, and a bunch of the, the guys from the Super Hooligans. Frankie Garcia was Frankie out there. Frankie Garcia too, was right? over yep. there. Yeah, they parked somewhere else. Rod Lake was there. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people there. But yeah. I kind of hung out in the Indian tent area because Jordan Graham was riding the pro class and yeah. the hooligan class, and they ran them back to back. So I w- I would have one bike waiting for him in staging, and then he would. He would he'd come off one bike and jump on the other bike. So it was a whole lot of fun. And uh, he, he damn he, near. I was going to say he almost beat Carver. He almost got the... That's the, crazy. It was his first pro podium. No way. There was a red flag. Five laps to go. Yeah. Um, this kid was in front of him that was doing really good. And uh, Grant Holmes. Yeah. And um, I thought Grant was going to win. Yeah. Red flag comes out. That kind of screws screws up a rookie sometimes. You know, nothing yeah. against Grant. But uh, Jordan got him got in front of him right off the bat. Yeah. And Jordan led it, and Carver, who came from the back because he borrowed a motorcycle, he was having electrical problems on a beta motorcycle, passed him coming to the finish line by maybe maybe a foot. A beta? What's that? I've never even heard of that kind of motorcycle. It's a very different motorcycle. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know much about it. I know the Bowmans rode it for Ronnie Brown back in the day, because hmm. um, they asked Ronnie if, if that bike had won before, and he said, yeah, some other guy named Bowman. I said, yeah, maybe your 2019 Grand National Champion right. had won on that bike. So it was pretty cool watching Carver do that. Um, 
and my hat's off for you know to Jordan Graham. He rode a, a heck of a race, and then he went out there and did good on the hooligan. Uh, hung out with AJ Kirkpatrick, who nice. He told me he wants to be on the podcast. What? So, so we got a couple of guys out That's there. Awesome. I, I gave about some stickers. Uh, people in the crowd were were I could see people pointing at me and stuff what? like that, which was kind of weird. They were probably and just saying, "Look at that look weird at that guy." Goofy, yeah, yeah, look at that goofy guy. Then yeah. so I actually went up there, and it was uh, Dante, who's uh, one of Rod Lake's good friends, and I rode for Rod Lake for a while. So you're famous. Up, no. Hollywood. I, I went and gave him some stickers and uh, nice. had a good time, though. I had a lot of fun. It was hard to watch a race, but helping Jordan Graham and those guys made it where I had some fun. They definitely have a lot of fun when they're out there, and it's it's hard not to have fun with them if you're if you're hanging out with them, I, I can imagine. It looked like a good event. It was a really cool event. It's just going to get bigger and better as they go on. I mean, they learned some things, and you're going to do that at a first-time event. I think they had some uh, issues getting the heat races put together they were using some transponders with some stickers i've never seen before you put a sticker on your front fender and a sticker on your helmet hmm. and that was your transponder so i don't know a whole lot more than that because i i wasn't racing so i didn't dive into it a little bit further but uh it was an interesting way uh to get the times recorded so that was kind of cool very uh, interesting yeah so probably. uh well well you went and watched some flat track i haven't seen flat track since uh williams grove so I, it feels like it's been years you just me. told me earlier you watched the lima race again I did watch the Lord right, shut again. up. But yeah, I've seen that like a million times. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's good stuff. I'm pretty eager for this weekend. We got, what, two miles left um, and Minnesota Mile this weekend. I can't wait. Um, it was really cold there last year. The yeah. track was deep and it was thick. Uh, and they kept the moisture. When it was cold out, the sun wasn't out, so it kept the moisture in the track. Briar Bauman went 13 laps wide open before his Indian ran out of gas. So yeah. uh, that was incredible. Um, Brian Smith ended up winning last year. Um, Brian Smith won. That's right. Yeah, Henry wow. Wiles was five seconds behind him, and then way behind him was Robbie Pearson actually got third there last year. So wow. anything can happen. When there's a different kind of deep surface like that on a mile, it's, it's not very common. You know, might have another... And they're a surprise winner. Well, and the weather is going to be different. That always plays a factor, too. It could be a completely different track this year. And right? it's looking like that R word possibly might Don't be even in, say it. in the area. Don't even do it. But... Yeah. If it's like that, it could be overcast. It yeah. could be wet. It could be fast again, just like last year. So we'll have to wait and see. And uh, I know they won't run out of gas again. So no. uh, I got <laughs> I got to give my my favorite right now going in, Briar Bauman. The kid's on a roll. He's yeah. looking for his first Grand National Championship. He's uh, leading the point standings, and he can possibly wrap things up this weekend if he finishes far enough in front of Mies. How many you can score? How many possible points in one? Twenty-five is the most you can get for okay. winning the race. I think it drops down to twenty for second. Yeah. Right now, the difference between first and second is thirty-five points. So Briar has to leave with at least a twenty-six point lead, because if it's twenty-five, that's that, that's a tie. And yeah. then if, and Mies would have the advantage because he's got more wins right now. Gotcha. And you know, if you're Mies, like. You want this win. Yeah, I mean, you have to have this win. Yeah, you. he'll be more focused than ever before yep. to get this win. But Briar just is on it right now. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be between those two guys. And, you know, he's he's got a neat, if you're me, too, you got to be a little nervous because he's had a couple mechanicals this season. He's had some bad luck. Well, And he can't afford to have that now. And both of them did. Yeah. Both of them had to use a provisional Fair. at the Springfield yeah. Mile weekend right. the last time we were on a mile. So yep. that's, that's got to be in both of their heads right now. Neither yeah. one of them have a provisional. So I don't. I still, they're both racers. They both want to win, but yeah. you don't want to ride it too hard and break the thing. And yeah. you don't want to run out of gas. So there's going to be a lot of things going through their mind. I will say as a fan, I do not, and I'm sorry, Briar, but I do not want you to clinch it this weekend. I want it to come really? down to the last race. Really? I mean, I want to see him win. Don't get me wrong. 
I want to see it always come down to the last race. All right. Always. That, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Because, I mean, then it just makes it a little bit more interesting for everybody. Well, if he does clinch the championship, then it's a free-for-all next weekend. It's not only that, but he's done the uh, flat track, what is it? Grand Slam. Grand Slam, yep. yeah, exactly. In, in, the, in one year. And yeah. it'll be for his career also, but it'll be all in one year. A short track, a TT, a half mile, and a mile. Briar's yet to win a mile yet so far in his career. Another thing that you said that it just blew me away. He's got how many podiums this season so far? 14? 14 out of 16 races so far. There's two races left. Yeah, and what, Mies had 15 last year? Yep, exactly. And he won the championship. Yep. I think we see where this is heading. It's uh, maybe deja vu, but just a different different rider yeah. in charge this year. Well, that's the Twins. Uh, we kind of talked through them first, but, I mean, there's there's still good racing in the production Twins and the uh, singles, too, as well. Yeah, and, and none of the championships are locked up. None of them. Yeah. Uh, this track, I think, might suit Corey a little bit better because yeah. he likes the loose stuff. Uh, I watched him go really fast out in Pennsylvania, out yeah. there in Ohio. Uh, that might work well for Corey on that, uh, you know, on that G&G Yamaha. So mm-hmm. maybe the advantage goes to him. Colby Carlisle, though, he won there last year on the singles, so he'll be he'll he'll know how to go fast. He's coming um, off that win from Springfield Mile, right? Exactly. So Colby will be up there as well. So yep. maybe a couple Yamahas out front. Um, then of course Chad Coast, you got to throw him in the mix. Yep. He actually Chad actually finished fourth in the AFT Twins class there last year, so he'll have some confidence coming in as well. So I think your typical front runners in that production Twins class. Uh, we'll have to see if there's any wild cards. I don't know. Yeah, Verspoli on the on the Harley too. And Dalton Gautier and Gautier all yep. those Harleys are going to be running running up there as well because they've definitely found some speed. And possibly they're still maybe auditioning for jobs for next year. I oh, mean, yeah? you never know. I mean, it, yeah. the silly scene is definitely here right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, right two races left. We're, yep. we're right in the thick of it for sure. Um, let's talk a little bit about the singles. What's that championship points race looking like? The points right now. Dalton Gautier has two sixty six. Dan Brownlee, 251, so 15 points between first and second. Mikey Rush sitting in third, but he's way back at 230, so it's pretty much between Dalton Gauthier and Dan Brownlee. Something I told you earlier today that I found very interesting, the top five in the singles class right now, five different brands of motorcycles. Get out of here. Gauthier on the Husqvarna, Dan Brownlee KTM, Mikey Rush on a Honda, Jesse Janish on a Yamaha, Chad Coast on the American Suzuki. That's badass. That's awesome. Didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. That's... Wow. That's incredible. I, I that, that's not even that. my flat track fact. I've uh, got a better one for you when no. we close out the show. All right. So, before we move off of singles, Colby Carlisle, like I mentioned earlier, he won yeah. there last year. Bromley was second. Tristan Avery was third. Ryan Wells was fourth. Uh, fifth was Cameron Smith. So, you throw a couple of guys back into the mix, like Mikey Rush, yep. who isn't riding this class. He'll be up there. Uh, then you got also got Chad Coase, who is not riding in this class. He'll be up front, but Bromley got second there last year. Avery's out. He's recovering from his broken back. Looks yeah. like he's getting better. Yep. Wells got fourth there last year. Cameron Smith. Um, Shana was seventh. Uh, Max Well, this could be where he shines, because this is going to be a track more like what he's used to riding at home. Interesting. Yeah. He's been running uh, pretty solid, too. A lot of top tens in the past. Consecutive top tens, I think, for the past few races. He, huh? got, he got sixth at Williams Grove. Yeah. At the Springfield Short Track, he was 12th. At ah. Peoria, he was ninth. So he's been running up front pretty consistent this season. He's having a very good year. Love to see him doing well. Uh, Mikey Rush, you think he can win this one? I think he definitely he has every chance to. Yeah. I, I know he's got two wins earlier this year. The Red Mile, which was a, a looser track. I mean, it started grooving up at the end. Uh, but Mikey Rush likes to twist that throttle, and I think he'll be strong. They did some wind tunnel testing. He went out there tried setting a land speed record. Yep. I think... I think his championship hopes are very far out there. He's going to have to win these next two and hope those two guys in front of him have some bad luck. But yeah. it could happen. 
I mean, it's been a solid season for him. And you have Hart's number. You've been talking to him a couple times. I, I think you should just give him a call. He's probably driving up so, to Minnesota right So you're now. talking about James Hart, the James Hart that used to race. He used yeah. to be National Number 61. Yeah. So I've texted him at least six times this year <laughs> trying to get him to come on the episode. And we've had people actually reached out to us, yeah. both of us, Absolutely. asking for him to be on the show. So He's been super busy, though, oh, like yeah. with the, with the well, tunnel or well, the wind tunnel. And the RMR team is huge. So it's not only just the two bikes from Mikey Rush, but he probably has to take care of a lot of other bikes as well. I don't know that for sure. I'm just guessing. You want to try to just give him a call and see if you can catch him? Don't okay. don't even give him the heads up. So no texting. No texting. We're just, just going to cold call. This is a cold call. call like when I was doing sales. Yeah, exactly. Cold All call right. to James Hart. Call him up. Here we go. Hello? James Hart. Mr. Dubler? What are you doing? Driving. Driving to Minnesota already? Yes, sir. You got a few minutes? Yeah, like 18 minutes before we get to the motel. All right. You guys ready for the mile this weekend? Uh, yes, I think we are. All right. So did the wind tunnel testing, is that going to help you out for this race, or is that just for, like, Springfield and such? It won't hurt us. Yeah? <laughs> what, what's it going to take for him to beat those two guys in front of him in the point standings? A lot of luck. Yeah? A lot of luck, and, uh, and uh, definitely wins two races. Yeah. Do you think he can do it? Yes. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I think he can. It's been a little while since he, since you've had a victory lap. So um, are you, I guess you guys are almost there. Are you ready to rock and roll? Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. It's ready. You sound like you're sleeping. You've been working every, you know, nonstop since Pennsylvania or what? Uh, quite a bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, uh, did you get to go to the Salt Flats and, and try to set the land speed record with them, or were you busy working on the flat track bikes? No, I had to stay in work. <laughs> Man, Somebody's gotta do that. you don't have you don't get to do any of the fun stuff. Uh, yeah, a few things. That's at the wind tunnel. That's pretty fun. Okay, all right. How long were you guys there? Uh, just one whole day. Yeah. Was the biggest yeah. thing you learned like uh, rider position or things on the bike, or can you even talk about that? Uh, well, I'd rather not elaborate a whole lot, but you know, definitely rider position is a, a big part. Okay, all right. I like it. Um, how are things different than when you were racing as to uh, being a mechanic now? What's what's the biggest difference for you? Uh, I guess I'm way more nervous now. Really? So you weren't nervous yeah. when you were racing? Uh, no, I don't. Not really. Right. No, I wasn't. What are you nervous about? I just, there's so many, I'm responsible for so many things, you know? Yeah. Responsible for somebody else's life, uh, finishes, everything's my Right. It's my responsibility. What, what's uh, what's more satisfying, a win on, when you were on the bike twisting the throttle or a win when Mikey Rush wins? A uh, win's a win. It's all satisfying. All right. It's great. All right. What's your favorite part of the race day? I guess when they go out for the main event. Yeah. My, job, my job's done. So when you walk them out, is I mean, do you like walking the bikes out there? I mean, I, I, I got to do that a couple times with Ronnie Jones and, and, you know, just looking up at the crowd and... Just taking it all in, I think that's a really cool moment. Yes, it, yeah, it is. It's, uh, you don't get a chance to see the crowd and see everything that's going on when you're in the pits. Yeah. So that's pretty satisfying. I got you. Do, you. do you like the track we're going to this weekend, the Minnesota Mile? Uh, yes, I, I like it. It's all a right. good mile, a little flat, uh, but I, I like it. It's, okay. it's a racetrack. you got to like it, right? Right, absolutely. I mean, anytime you're racing a motorcycle, you got to be having fun. Um, off season's coming up pretty soon. Have you guys looked at next year yet, or you got to wait until this season's over? 
Uh, yeah, we got two more races left. Okay. That's that's my job. Right. Main focus: try to win two more races, and then then work worry about next season. Yeah. See where everything fa- falls. All right. So uh, you're almost up there already. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm jealous. I get a I got a six a.m. flight tomorrow, so. <laughs> Well, I appreciate your time. I know you're always busy, so I just wanted to randomly call you this time and didn't give you a heads up, so I appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you up there. Thank you, Scotty. Thanks for everything you do. Yeah, absolutely, James. We'll see you soon. Okay, thanks. All right. Good luck. He answered. Yeah! Got that one, (laughs) man. great. We definitely have to do a whole episode with that guy, because he's... He's got some stories, I'm sure, and, and he's, he's got a cool backstory as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. He raced before I raced. Actually, I don't think we ever raced against each other, but uh, we go way back. We've been friends a long time. Actually, he was our, he was a class or two higher than me because he had he was part of the Fat Boy Racing Team with Nick Daniels, which is uh, Dallas's really? dad. Yeah, and Riesel Hart. talking about that. And Riesel Hart, too. So, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have him on. I'm going to put you on the spot. Yep. If you and James Hart lined up, who would win? Where are we racing? What are we racing? You are racing... Uh, in a uh, foot race, I've got him beat. <laughs> a foot race? Yeah. No. An eating contest, he might beat me. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other kind of race? I don't know. Flat track race. A Ooh, half mile. A half mile? Depends on what bikes we're on. Lima. No, he, he'll kick my butt. He'll kick your ass. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, was, okay. I was not good on a cushion track. Yeah. Uh, well... A groove know. track, it might be a pretty close race. Yeah. If, if I was at my top of my game, and maybe he was at the top of his game, but... No, he's faster than me. He was always you. faster than me. He's... He's a good racer. A lot he's of a better tuner. I know that. Uh, well, I don't know about that. Really? You're he was, a tuner? He was, no. Oh, he's a better tuner than me. Yeah. yeah that's oh, yeah. No. I thought you were saying he was a better tuner than a racer, but no. no. He was a very good racer. I got you. Yep. No, it's, it's cool. And we definitely have to have a, have a longer conversation with him, probably in the off season when things slow down. I hope so. If things slow down for him. It I mean, doesn't he, seem he, like doesn't, gonna. he doesn't know what he's going to do yet. He's so focused on these next two races. Yeah. It sounded like he was tired. He's ready to go to bed. So there's uh, there's a few people in the paddock that don't, that don't really have you know firm things for 20. 20 at this point well, but especially with the new super twins yep. package just get, you know more and more information coming out we're gonna talk about this more in the off season but that's gonna be a lot to unpack and, in and, the off season for and sure. we're gonna we're gonna get some some people to call in and get some of their opinions on this new super twins class as well but we'll do yep. that after the season's over yep um one other guy we should call Oh, uh, you're talking about Davis Fisher? Yeah, did you see what happened? <laughs> I, I, just, I don't know exactly what happened. I saw that he uh, something happened with his van or something. Yeah, what? he broke down. I thought he was coming from Oregon. Oh. Luckily, no, he's, he was, li- he's he was, living he, in Michigan. He's now. in Michigan during yeah. the race season, so yeah, yeah. Uh, he does go out to Oregon a little bit, but he was in Michigan hanging out with the Johnson family. His girlfriend is one of the Johnson girls, and so luckily he's riding with Kyle Johnson, who used to be National Number 77. And uh, well, let's, get, well, let's get the whole story from him. I don't know what I'm t- yeah, why I'm why I'm doing it. You're getting there early in the morning, so you might if he doesn't have a ride yet, you might have to pick him up and take him to the track. I, I got a rental car. I get there at like 11 a.m., so yeah. I can probably go pick him up. I don't know if I get his motorcycle there. Well, let's let's just check in with him. Not, maybe maybe uh, I call U-Haul. Another cold call. Let's do. Really, it. we're yeah. gonna do two at once? Yeah. Well, not different times. One episode yeah, though. They'll be in one episode. Man, that's crazy. Here we go. Did somebody call for a taxi? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? This is uh, this is Hollywood. We're on off the groove. So, where you broke down at? What's going on? Uh, well, I made it thirty miles uh from the Johnsons and stopped at a stoplight and my transmission just started slipping. Really? So, uh, yeah, went to the next stoplight, slipped again. Yeah. And so, uh. I was like, well, we can go home and grab my van. So we, 
So he made a U-turn and went back, grabbed his van, switched out some stuff, and we're on the road again. All right. So no, no harm, no foul. We'll keep on racing, right? Right. You know. <laughs> right on. Right on. Well, I just want to yeah. call you and give you a hard time, but uh, make sure you're going to make it because uh, I want to see you get on the podium one more time this year. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the goal. That's for sure. Uh, They're feeling pretty good uh, on the track and just clicking things away. So yeah. hopefully get back on the box again this year. Right on. we got two more races coming up. They're both kind of looser tracks. They're mile tracks. What do you think of the, the Minnesota mile? Um, last year, I was like, I was trying to keep my wheels in line, and that's definitely not the way to ride it. So we're doing different attempt this year, and let her hang out. <laughs> okay. Did you did you go back and watch the race after last year? Is that how you figured that out? Yeah, I mean Briar was wide open for I don't know however long. Yeah. The gas tank let him. I don't know, it was like twenty one laps or so, he ran out of gas, and he wasn't really worried about like keeping it in line or uh, keeping wheel spin down. So yeah, let's let it hang out this year. <laughs> Have you ever ridden uh, on a mile on that Indian wide open all the way around? No, I came pretty close at Springfield, but um, yeah, other than that, no, I haven't. All right, talk about Springfield. That was a uh, a pretty awesome race there on Monday. Yeah, pretty cool. With everyone all grouped up, there's a lot of trust that goes into each other when we get into packs like that. I smacked it off the wall one time. Uh, I came a little close to crashing. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I just had to get back in the groove and uh, push my way forward. Going to turn four for the last lap, um, followed Brandon Robinson into turn three. I was like, all right, he's won here before. We'll get in tow. And uh, that came up a little bit short from the, the front three, but, yeah. Dude, that was awesome, man. I just uh, really wanted to just check in with you and congratulate you on your second podium of the year and uh, wish you good luck at the Minnesota Mile. Yeah, I appreciate it, Scotty. Thank you. No problem. I'm glad you got a good friend in Kyle Johnson that can uh, you can borrow his equipment to get to the track. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> good guy. <laughs> All right, family. man. All right, man. Well, thanks for your time. Good luck this weekend. Yeah, thank you, Scotty. Yep. See ya. Well, at least he has a ride. I'm happy he's got a ride. <laughs> I'm just glad he's going to actually make it to that mile because I think he has a chance. I, I think so, too, especially coming off a of third at Springfield. Yep. I, I never... I, he wouldn't have been my pick to, for a podium finish there. The kid, yeah. the kid's getting faster and faster. He knows he can go fast now. I think it's it's finally sinking in that he can beat these guys. And he's yeah, he's got the confidence. You can tell in the way he's riding. He was running up front. He was in front of Mees at Springfield Mile. Like he got he got third at Springfield and he got third at Sacramento. Yep. So two miles. Yep. Two very fast tracks and. Um, and he's got something to prove, you know, towards the end of the season, right? He, he wants to show that he can be up there with them. I think he deserves a spot uh, in those 16 riders. I, I think he's just as good as any of those riders on, on solid equipment. He can he can be up there every week. Absolutely. Right now he's 10th in the point standings. He, I know he wants to finish off with maybe a couple wins, yep. you know, and maybe, maybe a team will pick him up. I mean, yeah. we don't know who these teams are going to be yet. We just no. know there's teams available for 16 spots for next year and – or. 14 and then four wild cards so i don't who knows know. well, it'll probably change every week for exactly. the next month and a half who knows <laughs> um but yeah then like i said it'll be a lot to talk through in the off season there'll be a lot of people i think having a lot of conversations in the next couple weeks and months uh trying to sort that out and have everything situated for 2020 but um good to hear from fisher good to hear he's on the way to minnesota and he'll be racing this weekend for sure yeah and i can't wait to get up there i love it up in minnesota i grew up not too far away from minneapolis actually in, in sioux falls south dakota is where i was born yeah i left there when i was about in the third grade or so but uh it's still up north i got a lot of 
family and friends that are going to be at the races. Uh, I'm going to an after party at the Cannonbergs, which is the people who own Sport Wheels. Nice. A motorcycle salvage yard, if you've okay. ever heard of such a thing. Yeah. No. So it's pretty incredible. So Wait, is that that big one that they tour? Not, it's still uh, there. It's still okay. there. It, uh, it's still now. Kim runs. Kim and her husband John run the run the operation. But uh, nice. man, they've got so many motorcycles, and it's it's just really a lot of fun. And and uh, my grandparents are gonna be up there. My dad, and my stepmom are already up there, and uh, we're gonna have some fun on Sunday, and then I'll be back uh, late Sunday night. Sweet man, enjoy it up there, man. I'm jealous. Uh, I might try to make it to the last one. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, I'll be there. Well, shoot. Are you still gonna be in Oklahoma playing? No, no, man. I'll be done by that. Oh, okay. I'll be All done right. by Sunday, so All I'll right. get home just in time to maybe pack up and and head that way. I you, don't know. You better start packing right now. You got a lot of crap in here. I do, man. It's been. I've been here for like a week and a half. I practically live in Oklahoma City. I was now. wondering what that smell was. Oh, stop it. Um. Hey, what? We haven't, you haven't got my flat track fact yet. Oh, that's right. And you said it was better than the fact that you Ooh. gave earlier. Ooh, this, Hit me. This is a good one. Hit me. So Brian Smith. I've heard of him. Yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Number four. Yeah. In your program. Number one in your heart. B. Smitty. B. Smithle. So there's only two races left in the 2019 season. Yeah. He hasn't won a race yet. Really? He won, he won here last year. He hasn't won any this year? Not yet. He won here last year. How many podiums has he had? I think just one. Yeah, just one podium so far in 2019. So wow. Let me get let me get the fact out, Carter. He won here last year. He won in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. So let's go way back in the history book. Okay. He turned pro back in 2000, but his first Grand National victory was in 2007 at the Daytona Short Track. So he's won at least one national every year, all the way up to 2018. To keep that streak going, he has to either win the Minnesota Mile or the Meadowlands Mile. That's a lot of years with a race win. He can do it. B. Schmitty, you can do it, buddy. That's 11 years in a row. You're going to do it. He's going to so. win. I, I mean, so. I, I, I want to see him get a win on the Kawasaki for sure. That'd be awesome. I mean, it's a, it's the next generation. He's going to do it. He's got two more chances. He's going to do it. He's got two more chances. Do it, B. Schmitty. That is my flat track fact. That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know how he'll feel about it. Uh, just a, it's just a statement. It's, it's to just him. a fact. It's just a fact. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not putting him down. I didn't win, ever win one Grand National. There he's won. Go. He's won 11 years in a row. And I still love the fact that they took that leap and they're building that bike. And he's still running up front on that bike. So I mean, I, I don't know. But I would like to see him win. Absolutely. Uh, well, I think that'll do it for for this week's episode. Well, Carter, I don't even know if you have a car here, but keep it on four wheels or keep it <laughs> keep it on on the horse or whatever you're doing on the shenanigans. <laughs> Um, I'm going to keep it on two wheels and, and hopefully in my airplane. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go to Minnesota and have some fun. Smash that like button. Tell all your friends. Yep. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week. I'll be back home. We'll be able to like actually have... Like, a real episode? Well, this these are real episodes. Okay. They're a, a little pl- different. A little planned one, maybe. A little planned <laughs> They're definitely not produced. And, They're kind of a little off the sit- cuff. We're sitting in a hotel room. Yeah, people, yeah. People looking at us through the window yeah, like, we're, weird. like we're weird. Hey, but you know, you got to keep the streak going. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. 97. 97. We're almost to triple digits. Three more. I'm glad you can count. Yeah. Uh, you hey. got to... 6 a.m. tomorrow? Yeah, I got to go. You still got to go pack. Yep. Oh, boy. I, I, I pack light. I already know what I'm taking, so it's good. Oh, boy. Hey, what? I appreciate everybody who's came up to me and asked for stickers. I appreciate everybody who came up to me and said they liked the pod, you know, liked the podcast, love the podcast, yeah. like what we're doing. It's super cool. Uh, that means the world to both you and I. That's why and, we do it. Uh, that's right. We. Uh, All right, dude. Safe travels. Have fun right, in man. Minnesota. Have fun with your shenanigans. I'll uh, talk to you next week. All right, bro. We'll talk soon. Later. Later.
Hey, Kenny. It's Hollywood. One option I see is MMD Hollywood on North Cahuenga Boulevard in Los Angeles. Is that the one you want? No, Siri. I'm trying to get Kenny Tolbert. You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. Hey, Kenny Tolbert. It's Hollywood Doobler. Again. Uh, you say you, you, you don't answer my calls. You say you do. I've yet to hear from you. Uh, I'm looking for you. I want you on Off the Groove. We'll talk to you soon.